0: Hi everyone, this is Jackie Cooper with Jay Cooper Travels, and I would like to welcome everyone back to our uh, show. I am really excited today to have the conversation with my special guest, uh, Teresa, which I'll be introducing in just a quick second. But before I do, for those that are new to Jay Cooper Travels, I want to thank you for hopping on and just share a little bit more about my background and how um, I came to start the talk show. I I love connecting with people, and I I think right now my network is around 20,000 on LinkedIn, Alignable, and other social media, and what I was finding is that as I was talking to people, you know, just about the personal projects that I'm involved with, they had some remarkable stories, and I really wanted to share those stories, so Jay Cooper Travel started as um, sharing more about my ventures in the travel site, because I am a certified travel consultant, along with other things, because I love traveling around the world and um, meeting new people, exploring new places, and um, trying new foods, and all that other great things that we do when we travel. Um, But when travel stopped temporarily because of COVID, I realize that it's a perfect opportunity for it to be more about the stories that we share, the path that we're on, and how are we interacting with each other um, and how we can support and help each other. So Jay Cooper Travels really is about um, people and you know how we're we're connecting and what we're doing professionally, personally, family wise. Um, And so with that, I would like to welcome Teresa and um, we're going to have a great conversation. So definitely hop, stay on to the end because at the end, I always have the one tip and the one place. That way you can learn more about a place to go and explore as well as a takeaway that can help you in your day. So Teresa, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing excellent. And thank you so much for having me, Jacqueline.
0: Yeah, so um, I know you and I were talking about the little statue that's right behind you. I do have to bring it up because it's so cute. For those that are not on the, the video side, um, it is a little frog that's in a, a Buddha position and um, meditating it really, really cute and inspiring. Um, what what made you think to get that, that statue? When I saw it,
1: I just fell in love with it. And it's just a reminder that you know, we should take time to just settle down and breathe every single day.
0: Yep, I agree with you. Um, each day is definitely a gift, as we all know. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself more fully and your business. And for those that are listening, I always try to give um, everyone who I'm chatting with the opportunity to mention at least three times that during our conversation, their website. So um, if you don't have paper and pen, don't worry, just come back to this episode, you'll be able to write down the contact information and you'll be able to connect with Teresa so that way you can um have her help you um so why don't you go ahead and share more
1: i'd love to so my name is teresa Rooney, and i am the healer at less fear more flow i specialize in mind body spirit healing and my ideal client is someone who is struggling with a chronic health condition um I also work with heart-centered entrepreneurs in a mentoring fashion to help them launch their healing practice because I truly believe that uh, the one thing the world needs right now is mind, body, spirit healing. And for every heart-centered entrepreneur that I can uh, help launch a successful practice, the compounding effect of healing the planet is, is more than I'll
0: ever be able to count. I agree with you. I, there were some phrases you mentioned that I just want to expand on heart centered. I know that everyone who is dreaming of starting a business um, is there might be different reasons why you start a business. It might be because you think that, okay, I can make money from it, which hopefully is what happens. Uh, It might also be that you are helping other people. And then the money is uh, ends up being a reward for that. Um, how do you define heart-centered?
1: So a heart-centered entrepreneur uh, typically has a message to share and they're doing their practice from the heart they they are givers and what i have found um uh, and they can be they can be massage therapists they can be counselors they can be energy healers anything in that arena even someone like you who wants to help people travel in order order to to help them heal because travel's very healing and we can talk about that in a little bit. Um, What I have found is most of the heart-centered entrepreneurs that I come in contact with uh, have this notion that in order to be heart-centered, they need to give their services away or keep their price point very low. And uh, so that backfires in that they don't have the quality of life that they need to keep themselves healthy and continue to heal other people. Uh, because if you're not healthy, then your ability to help others is, is significant, significantly diminished.
0: I agree. Um, I think that we saw this last year when we were in the um, the throes of lockdown, that we all need to kind of um, not in a necessarily a selfish way, but in a selfless way, think about ourselves first and how do we, um, keep our, our, our energy charged. It's sort of is like when you're on an airplane, they say, you know, make sure you have your oxygen mask first before you, um, help a child or someone who's next to you. Um, because if you're not helping yourself, if you get drained or worn out, then, you have nothing else to give.
1: <laughs> exactly. And I saw a post on uh, LinkedIn not long ago, a good friend of mine, um, She she's a corporate executive, and uh, she wanted to make the point that work does not come first, which, which I agree with. Uh, but her take on it was family first, self second, work third that theory isn't going to work very well if your health becomes diminished uh, you know in your self-care uh, because then you're not going to be able to take care of your family. So self must come first but not in a selfish way like you said in a, in more in a selfless way. Take care of yourself first and you'll have a lot more to give. It's interesting that in my healing practice, uh, those who become chronically ill, they're the ones who give to extreme and wear themselves out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. I, I definitely understand that. Um, and, and in terms of what you're saying, I also think we have to have a conversation always about healthy boundaries. Exactly. Because a lot of times, especially women, we're, we're, um, I want to use the word afraid, even though a fear might not be the right word for it, but we're afraid to set boundaries because um, we're of the possibility that someone might look at us and say, well, why are you doing that? You know, again, that judgment aspect. And um, so I think that having someone like yourself guide and help individuals understand how do you do this in a way that's positive and healthy and respectful, then um, it's in the long run, um, I think it's a lot better. Um, I don't know why that belt went off. <laughs> anyway, so how do, how, do you, um,
1: how do you help your clients? So um, I'd like to talk about boundaries because that's a big word when I'm working yeah. with my clients. I call it the new B word. And, and when I tell my clients, you're going to learn a new, we're going to focus on the B word today, their eyes kind of light up, you know, (laughs) but the new B word is boundaries because boundaries are critical. um, Especially, you know, if you're struggling with your health or your relationships, it's amazing how, when one, one area of our life. Uh, begins to slide down that slippery slope, the other areas tend to follow as well. So if, if, uh, if someone's struggling with a chronic health condition, there's a good chance that they're unhappy at work, they're unhappy with their personal relationships, their finances are probably suffering. And you know, so it's that whole package that we need to deal with. And starting to develop healthy boundaries um, is a great place to start. Now, you know, I also talk to my clients about you can't just flick a switch and change the way that you interact with your family and the people that you work with. It's a slow process. And um, uh, so, so that's one of the ways I help my clients. Um, I encourage my clients to become empowered patients. To ask a lot of questions. You know, uh, medical science, um, Western medicine specifically, uh, they do miraculous work every single day. They save lives every single day, heart transplants, lung transplants, things that that were unimaginable even 50 years ago. Uh, yet when it comes to everyday care, uh, you know, we need a little help there. So I always recommend do your research and, and doctors are, um, they're very accustomed to leaning on pharmaceuticals, which basically will mask the symptoms. In my work, I help my clients get to the root of the problem so that we can solve the issue. Okay. So I, I always recommend, uh, Do your research, you know, research everything. Um, Most people don't know that the third leading cause of death in America is medical malpractice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it's the first leading cause of death for those who have chronic health conditions. So. You know, uh, we tend to blindly trust doctors and, and lawyers and other, you know, highly educated, practiced people. Um, but that doesn't work anymore for in, in our medical community. Um, it's fraught with errors and mistakes. So it's up to each individual to empower themselves,
0: ask those questions, make sure you're getting proper health care. So I would just jump in and say, um, be careful where you research because just because you Google something does not mean you're getting truthful information. There is a lot of false information out there, and I know as a teacher, um, you know, we're trying to show the students how do you uh, verify. I, I remember before, um, you know, when I went to school, we didn't have the internet, so we had to go to actual books, the library. We had to get m- multiple resources. You know, again. So, from the perspective of, um, there will always be, like you said, um, a variety of opinions. But just like there's a variety of law opinions, my background's law too. Um, just be careful when you're looking at the medical side, um, where you're getting the research from. I, I mean, how do you, how do you advise your clients in terms of that area?
1: I agree. Again, I agree. I I never use WebMD. Uh, because every time, every time I've looked up, you know, like, like maybe I have a pain in my side and I, and I'm uncertain of what that is. Uh, every time I look something up on WebMD, it's like, you could be dying, you know, get yourself to the hospital. (laughs) That's not what we're looking for. Um, so I, I tend to, uh, to stick to, um, um, Sources like uh, Cleveland Clinic, you know, uh, highly uh, accredited medical institutions will give you great information. Um, And, but more importantly, you want to research the the pharmaceuticals that your doctor is handing you because um, for all the good that they do, they also have damaging side effects, And so you need to be aware of that. So, so for example, uh, Tylenol, if you take Tylenol and you you like to drink alcohol, it will damage your liver. And there there are actually cases, you know, people have died from taking too much Tylenol and alcohol. Um, Who would think that simple Tylenol could kill you? Okay. And that's probably something that your doctor, you know, they can't tell you everything. They just simply don't have the time. And also, little- also
0: there's a, a, you know, again, if you take a look at the, the the laundry list that gets put on a bottle too, they our memories. They, they might be very knowledgeable, but they might not remember everything too.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. And so, and so um, um, because of that, I, I, recommend people lean toward their pharmacists because your pharmacist knows their drugs okay so that's when true. I talk about doing research and you're yeah. right you know when I was going through my chronic health condition I didn't have the internet it wasn't it hadn't been invented yet and I know that's hard to believe
0: <laughs> so we didn't even get I don't don't mean to interrupt you but I definitely want to have you tell about talk about your story because yeah. how you Uh, So can we, can we kind of transition there first and then hop back over? How did you come to where you are right now? Because I know you've, your, your path to mine has kind of gone different directions. So tell us more about how you came to be where you are. I would love to. So I, um, this was back in, in the
1: mid eighties. I was working a corporate career. I was, you know, in a very left brain. Um, I was running mainframe accounting systems and I started to become sick. Um, at the, at the time I was so physically strong, you know, I was doing yoga, I was lifting weights and I was swimming an average of a mile a day, uh, that when I went to my doctor and I said, I don't feel well, um, he couldn't, you know, they, they couldn't find anything wrong with me. So, so I know he didn't want to dismiss me because he knew me very well as a patient, uh, but he had no other choice because there was no proof of any type of illness. Uh, Fast forwarding, I ended up on full disability for nine years. Um, seven years into that journey, I, I, again, I realized that medical science did not have answers for me. I was on a chemical cocktail, a pharmaceutical cocktail. I was taking pills to help me sleep. I was taking pills to give me energy during the day. I was taking pills for my, for my chronic pain. Um, and all of those pills were mixing together and literally changing my personality. So um, I had a bit of a breakdown, and it was at that point, this was seven years into that nine-year journey, at that point, I said to myself, I don't want to live like this anymore. So, you know, I I started looking within for answers. Um, I flushed my system of all those medications, and I caution people, you know, if you have a chronic health condition, don't stop taking your medications just because I did.
0: Yeah, you exactly. You
1: need to do it in a, in a
0: very intelligent manner. Um, and, con- and probably also in consultation with your doctor, because you, there there can be major consequences if you just do go cold turkey.
1: Yes. There are a lot of medications that you don't want to just abruptly stop. Yeah. So, so again, it comes down to research and that, and that research can be speaking with your doctor, speaking with your pharmacist, doing research on the internet or all three. And, and then you can make a decision once, once you have all of the information. Um, um, I did get well, I, I went back to work full-time in 1999. Um, Statistically. Less than 10% of people who go out on disability and are out for more than three years ever go back to work. So I'm very proud of the fact that I, I beat the statistics. And um, boy, I'll tell you, it was, it was scary. I was having this conversation with someone just this week. You know, I had all the what ifs running through my head. What if I go back to work and then I relapse, you know, and I lose, and I lose my social security disability. Um, It was scary, but I tell you what, I have no regrets. I have no regrets. I would never want to live like
0: that ever again. So you transitioned to your current path and how did you decide to, what do you call yourself? Okay, so I, I call myself <laughs> a, a healer, a, a mind, body, spirit healer. And how did you come to that path from from point A to point Z? How did you get there? <laughs> yeah, that was another zig, zigzag
1: kind of a path. So, um, so when I knew I was getting strong and ready to go back to work, I wanted to teach people what I had learned. Exactly, because, right? Because wow, I mean, you know, it took me three years to get well but I didn't have anyone like me to guide me. It was all on my own. It was through my own research and and my own looking inward. Um, So uh, I I just didn't know how to give back. I didn't know how to do that. And in 1999, we had had executive coaches and business coaches, but not so much life coaches. And um, so I decided... After, after missing out on 10 years of my career, that I was best suited to go back into technology. So that's what I did. I, I, I had to go back to school because technology changes, you know, t- technology rapidly. had changed a lot. Yeah. Um, so I went back to school and I went back into technology. And it was about um, 12 years ago that it, finally, it lost its thrill, and I knew I had to make a change, and I was feeling a little bit lost. I ended up in a um, coaching program, um, a coach training program, really for self-development. I never, I never thought, well, when I finish this program, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be a, a full-time coach, um, but it was in that first weekend that I realized that the pieces were now fitting together, I was learning the skills that I needed 10 years prior in order to bring what I had learned to the people, to the public. So that's, that's how it happened.
0: <laughs> so um, who, how, if someone was interested in using you, um, mention your website because I wanna make sure that people know how to connect with you.
1: Yeah, so um, it's my name. So it's TeresaBruni.com. T-E-R-E-S-A-B-R-U-N-I.com. And as you mentioned earlier, you'll put it down in the comments section so they'll be able to easily find that.
0: Yeah. So um, the type of clients that you're helping right now or the type of, that you think you can help, um, who would you like to maybe reach out to you?
1: Anyone who is struggling with a chronic health condition that has not gotten... Um, significant healing results from medical science i also work with people i get a lot of requests from people who are suffering from extreme anxiety and which is a a major problem today so we can work with that Um, i also work with people who have self-esteem issues financial issues but my true love is helping people heal so you know any any um, healing, whether it be, uh, mental, physical, or spiritual, because they're all combined. You
0: heal one and you'll notice the others start to heal as well. Very true. Very true. So, um, what were, what's the one tip that you might want to share with people as a takeaway? So, uh,
1: keep an eye on your health. Okay. Um, uh, Interestingly, when I started to get sick, I thought, "Oh well, I'm getting older. You know, I can't. I can't really exercise as hard as I used to." And, and you know what? I was only in my 30s um, and I had a client say that just last week. He said, I guess it's because I'm getting older. Don't think that if,
0: you, if you're struggling,
1: you know, if you're struggling with your health or you feel you don't have as much energy as you should have, uh, consult your physician. Uh, because more than likely it's not age. Age doesn't mean we have to have this decline.
0: Yeah, exactly. True. Very, very true. Age is just a number. It's not a, a, a state of being.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So please don't blame it on age. You know, if, if you're suffering um, and, and you think, oh well, I'm just aging, uh, consult your physician.
0: Yeah. Um What about the place? Where are you located? And is there a hideaway place that you would recommend that someone kind of go and explore? Yeah, so I am from the Northeast, uh, but I live in
1: North Carolina now. And North Carolina is, is an absolutely gorgeous state. It's a very uh, long state from East to West. So we have the coast on one side, we have the Outer Banks, which are phenomenal. And then we have the mountains, the, the Blue Ridge on, on the other side. Um, one place that I found uh, that I would highly recommend is um, Sapphire Valley. Which, ah. which by its name, you know they mined a lot of sapphires there. Oh. Um, it's it's absolutely gorgeous, and um, there are there are tons of waterfalls that you can explore, and uh, there's a there's a little town nearby called Brevard. Brevard is the home of the white squirrel. Wow. <laughs> So they have a, a squirrel festival every year. And if you've never seen a white squirrel, they are absolutely gorgeous. And so that whole area I would highly recommend for, for just a, a, a cleansing spiritual getaway
0: back into nature. That sounds like so much fun. Um, so i you did mention that i am uh you know involved with travel and um you're right travel is definitely a way to stay refreshed so for everyone who is you know listening if you have um you know any travel questions i can definitely um assist you with uh your travel insurance i can also assist you with any any booking questions? Um, I have access to discount portals where you can actually book your own trips, and I can guide you. I've done that with a variety of clients, so there's a lot of different ways you can use a travel consultant. Um, and you know, for those that are not familiar with travel consultants, um, there's there's no upfront fee. So you know, again, um, uh, we end up getting. Um, Rewarded through the companies that we um, are in our network. So, you know, again, feel free to call or connect and I can, you know, have a consultation with you to help guide you. There's just like the health area, the travel industry is constantly changing and evolving. There are rules all the time with uh, because of the COVID restrictions in terms of where and how you can travel because countries are changing the rules all the time. Um, But, you know, again, Take take the time. Go and take a, a mini vacation. You know, in your local area, pretend like you're a traveler that's new. And you, you know, many of us don't even go into our backyards and and do the touristy things. You know, we we say we'll do it when friends come, but uh, enjoy enjoy what's in your own you know area because it, like you were talking about Sapphire, you know, uh, the valley and the mountain and everything. It's just and definitely enjoy enjoy the local area as well. So um, any last minute thoughts that you have that you want to share with everyone and definitely include your website again.
1: Yes. So um, I'll get the website out of the way first. It's my name. It's Teresa And I just I love what you said about exploring your local area. Uh, oftentimes, we hear the saying, You'll know, live life as if today was your last day, right? Um, I don't agree with that. And I do tend to think outside the box because if today were my last day, I'd be spending all of my money and I'd be <laughs> buying <laughs> gifts for people and, and eating until my stomach hurt. So, uh, what I, <laughs> that's what that means to me. So, um, And so with my out-of-the-box thinking, my recommendation is live life as if today were your first, okay? I love that. So go outside and take a virtual vacation. Look at a flower as if it was the first time you'd ever seen a flower. You know, look at the world with the awe of a child i was just thinking that exactly yes and and there for those of us who are not in a position to take a vacation right now you can you take a va- virtual vacation and yeah. then before you know it we'll all be calling you to help to help us make our travel plans
0: yeah no i i agree with you that's one reason why i love teaching because um you know seeing the world through the eyes of kids um I'm in the special education side, and I, I work with kids uh, K, through, uh, K through six, and I see the diff, well, the fifth graders I love too, but this, I see the kindergartners and the first graders and how little they are, and they're looking around and they're asking all these questions, and because it's the first time for them. They have, you know, they're, they've only been here what six seven years which is like such a short amount of time they have so many so many more years to go and and so for them everything is about exploration and and that's why I love travel and meeting you know people in different locations um, around the country around the world because it's all new it's all different so it's a lot of fun. So, um, Teresa, thank you so much for being on. Everyone, uh, definitely think about, you know, connecting with Teresa. We all have a need for a coach um, because, again, sometimes we get caught up in our own minds and, you know, sometimes we need to have someone who's outside of our little minds, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I'm saying that in a loving way uh, to kind of give us the guidance to know, okay, why don't you just kind of step over here on this path instead of stepping over here. So um, I know that in, in in my personal life, I've had many mentors. So, you know, I know that what you're doing is really valuable. And um, and what you said about the healing side is, is equally true in terms of the fact that we can't give our, we can't give our fullest. If we're not also um, aware of what we personally need and um, you know that's not being selfish that's being you know um, being aware you know and and since we are supposed to be um, connected all of us you know it's important to connect to yourself too so um, Teresa thank you so much for being on I look forward to future conversations with you And, um, you know, everyone have a great day and definitely be kind to each other. Talk to you soon.